everyone! We're here for another installment of Heaving Bosoms Ask a Badass, the episode where we highlight listeners who want to talk about their love of romance and anything else they're passionate about. Make sure to tune in on Monday, January 27th for the regular episode, because Aaron and I are covering part one of From Lukov with Love by Mariana Zapata. HBs, we liked it. Also, I got it edited early, so the episode is available for patrons right now. Visit patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you can't wait. And now we have Jess E. She's a scrapbooker extraordinaire who wants to buck the notion that documenting your life is only for people with kids. HBs, we live worthwhile lives on our own. Preach it, Jess. Here we go. Hi, Jess. Hi, Natalie. So you're Jessica on the internet, but Jess is kind of what you go by most of the time, right? I think I did just shorten it on Facebook officially the other oh, day. Really? It took I'm, me long enough. I wasn't paying attention. I asked Kimberly L. if she wanted me to call her Kimberly or Kim, and she said, you could call me Kim. And then I refused and called her Kimberly through the whole interview. <laughs> so I'm going... <laughs> But I usually call you Jess, and it's Jess right on my computer screen. So yeah. I will probably remember, maybe. <laughs> probably, hopefully. It's, it's okay. I am to either. And we said in other episodes, I don't promise any sort of professionalism <laughs> or consistency <laughs> or content that is valuable in any way. But hi. Uh, hi. You, Jess, for those of you that are not familiar with Jess, Jess E. had not Jessie. Jess E. has been a <laughs> cult member for quite a while. Like, not OG, but like, you were like this new wave of cult members that maybe like a year ago? Yeah, about a year ago, I found the the group and everything. And that's when I joined. Mm-hmm. The official. And had you just recently found Heaving Bosoms or? Yeah. So it was, I didn't, I didn't listen to podcasts for a very long time. Me I was either. very slow to jump on mm-hmm. that bandwagon. I was all like, no, I'm listening to audiobooks. My time is full. <laughs> I am busy, okay? <laughs> I am busy doing other things. And then I'm not even sure how I got started listening to podcasts, but then I just couldn't stop. And I was, mm-hmm. I found Smart Bitches Trashy Books first. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wait, I bet there's more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I just typed in book podcast or something. Mm-hmm. And I found this one. And I was like, okay. This is it. This is where it's at. This is what I've been waiting for. Exactly. Were you specifically looking for romance podcasts or do you like, are you an equal opportunist as far as books go? I like to mix it up a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I like to read a lot of different things. Romance is definitely my number one. Mm -hmm. And I definitely like to have like some sort of romance involved, even if there's not an HEA. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I definitely... I wasn't specifically looking for romance. I just so happened that that's what I found, and it was awesome. Yeah. So yeah. What are the, what else do you read besides romance? So I I read paranormal. I read like steampunk. Um, oh. I'll read some autobiographies. It really just depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Um. I like. Yeah, a lot I of, could see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like a lot of the old like Hollywood starlet. 
oh, like Judy yeah. Garland and Audrey Hepburn yeah. and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, they're just so fascinating to me and to just learn. Like, it's just bananas to read more and, like, learn more about what's behind that glitzy curtain. It's just yeah. astounding to me. I think it probably very much still is that way. You know what I mean? Like, astounding what actors, actresses, people do have to, like, do in their daily lives to yeah. do their job you know what I mean and I think a lot of us are like but they have it so easy and I think probably some things are easy but there's also like crazy stuff that goes on that I think we can only just like imagine oh gosh absolutely yes like Mm -hmm. the whole invasion of privacy Mm -hmm. like for the longest time I'm like yeah but that's what you signed on for I mean (laughs) hello you knew this was gonna happen yeah but I guess like the more you hear these like stories about the uh, the lengths that people go to Mm-hmm. It's like, it's bananas. It's just bonkers. Yeah. I live in a very rural part of the country and no one cares what I'm doing <laughs> on a regular basis. So I can't imagine, like, I'm pretty sure my neighbors are still like, I, but that I don't even really care about her. You know what I mean? And like, as long as her garbage cans are put in her garage, <laughs> I don't really care what she's doing. Um, I I feel that way, but also at the same time, uh, when I was growing up, this is not on the same level by any means, mm-hmm. but when I grew up, uh, my dad is a minister, mm-hmm. and so everybody knows who the minister's kids are. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would go home, and people would, my dad would be like, so, what about blah, 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 and I'd be like, how do you even, I just yeah. got home, and <laughs> be like, these little old ladies would just, like, get their little phone tree going so that they could <laughs> yes. tattle on me to my dad. <laughs> like, Yeah. It was ridiculous. You know, when you're a prominent person in a community, right? Yeah. Everyone's got their eyeballs on you. At my work job, I there's like a group of senior citizens that participates in this activity. And they all have a lot of opinions and they have their own phone tree. And so sometimes oh, like something will happen and then like... Uh, like a garbled version of it shows up in our ear holes like two days later. <laughs> like, did you hear what you guys did? And I'm like, but I'm pretty sure that's not what we did. This is yeah. what we actually Except did. That's, that's just what true. you think yeah. we did. <laughs> it's one of those memes. This is what they think I do. This is what I actually do. Exactly. <laughs> this is like what I weirdest. wish I did. And it's just me sitting at home on my couch. <laughs> Mug of tea, big old blanket. <laughs> um, by the way, that right, I'm drinking tea right now. Uh, I haven't had this one in a while. It's a brand of snarky tea called Get Your Shit Together. And it's basically like supposed to be like if you're hungover, like <laughs> drink this tea to get your shit together. I'm currently awesome. not hungover, but sure. it was the least amount of caffeine <laughs> out of all the ones that I had available to me. But it 100% tastes like soap right now. Oh, no. And, that's um, horrible. So, it had been a while. Anyway, Oof. are you a tea drinker? Uh, sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a coffee drinker than I am a tea drinker. I very much am a coffee drinker. I don't know what that sound just was. Did you hear it? It Did sounded it like it a door your... opening. Anyway. Just <laughs> I thought it was Archie the dog because he is 100% guilty of all Aww. mischief in my house, but... He's current. He also was very surprised by this noise. Um, <laughs> hey, we're on a podcast right now. Um, <laughs> hey, Archie. <laughs> um, I am like a fan of pretty much most beverages. I like to have right. at least two or more beverages around me at all times. 
That's a great choice. Yeah. The variety. Um, usually I'm 100% coffee all the time, but I needed a hot beverage and I can't, I wasn't going to make myself coffee because I'm lazy and tea was a good option. But if I drink too much caffeine, then, you know, 3 a.m. I'll yeah. be reading, I'll be up with Holly reading Red, White, and Royal <laughs> Blue or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of an issue. That's like a thing that I've noticed as I started getting older. I can't continue to keep drinking caffeine it's for legit. Ever. It's just how you know that that I, your time has come, you know? Yeah. Not one of my you favorite have things ever. The when I grow up phase in your life. Sorry, now you have to figure out what you want to do with your life. <laughs> That's the cue. <laughs> Once you can't drink caffeine like a fiend anymore. <laughs> then your body's like, okay, though. Now you're Time's a grown ticking. up. <laughs> well, shit. Um, what are you currently reading right now? Um, I am currently reading. I'm listening to the audiobook of um, Between the Pipes, I think is what it's called. I could be wrong about that. that is that a sexual innuendo? Um, it is and it isn't. Okay. But it's, it's, I mean, I think it is. It's also about these hockey players. Like, so they're the main. Mm. Um, the pipes is the goal. Oh, just joking. It's called Pipe Dreams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. close enough, right? <laughs> Perfect. Oh, oh shoot. And then um <laughs> and then I have like three other books that I'm in the middle of right now. Generally I'm like a one book. One book. Oh, I and can't then do more than one, yeah. I listen to one on the way to work and stuff. So mm. it's like generally not too many. Yeah. But I have Do you have to have them be different things? I guess because you're listening, maybe it's different. It like would feel different in your brain. You wouldn't get stuff confused, maybe. If I can, I do the uh the audible romance package whatever mm-hmm. it's called now yeah so i get those for free and then i try and kindle unlimited a lot of things and yeah. sometimes those things cross over and so then oh nice so then i'll just do that so that i can just keep what it's like whisper sync or whatever yeah right? exactly so i can yeah just i keep that going i am not i well it's not that i don't like audiobooks but i have to be sitting completely still doing nothing else or driving but my commute is very short now and so if I'm going to be sitting still doing nothing, listening to an audiobook, I could just be reading, you know? Yes. So I only pay for one medium right now. But I really love people telling me stories. So I would love, I think, audiobooks a lot. Like I love the Harry Potter audiobooks oh, so um, with Jim Dale. And I would like I would love to listen to other things that are good, you know, like with good narrators. But I just I haven't found the way I need it. I need to figure it out. I will say two things. One, I can't be sitting sure. still. So I have like I I don't know why that is, but otherwise I'm just like I'm not doing enough. Sleep. I have to be doing <laughs> three things at once. So like that's uh, a whole mood right there. Yeah. yeah. So like mm-hmm. I'll listen to it and then I'll do the dishes or I'll like mm-hmm. even if I'm playing like solitaire or something like my hands have to be doing something. Yeah. Um, so if I have to craft, I don't have to craft, but if I am doing something mm-hmm. crafty, I'll listen to an audiobook or something like that. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, like, if I'm just sitting there, I just go nuts. Because I'm like, I, don't, I have to be doing it, which is weird because I can watch, I can just sit and watch Netflix for seven years. That's fine. You, I don't, yeah, it must be your brain working in different ways. Yeah. I don't know. You know it's really I mean? weird. But, um, yeah. but yeah. And then my second thing is I do love 
I do think it is really cool to have somebody tell you the story, like the narrator, like mm-hmm. you were saying. Mm-hmm. I have like a little issue though, and it's just come up most recently in the book that I've been listening to. It's two narrators, which I think is really interesting because there's a, a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. And so they can tell like when one chapter is from the woman's point of view, the woman does the whole thing and vice mm-hmm. versa. But the man, I don't know if anybody else does thinks the same way, but when a man does the woman's voice, like when he puts on the female voice, <laughs> like 98% mm-hmm. of the time he makes her sound so much more whiny than I think that she is. Oh, and it yeah, is yeah, so yeah, yeah, frustrating yeah, yeah. to me. I'm just like... Like this is him imagining what she's saying? Yes. Or... Okay. Or like mm-hmm. he's like some frat dude making fun of how his girlfriend's yelling mm-hmm. at him or whatever. And I'm like, bro, yeah, that would be you're a professional. Get your shit together. <laughs> yeah. Get the tea. You should know how to do a women's <laughs> voice. Okay. Exactly. And I'm sorry. That was in the book Between Two Pipes. <laughs> Between <laughs> so many pipes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Perfect. Yes. Just check. <laughs> um were you always uh, a big reader like forever in your life yes so we have been huge readers i grew up with two sisters and we've been readers ever since like as soon as we could read our parents Mm -hmm. put books in our hands and we were just like little church mice in the corner just yeah like literal church literal church mice yeah absolutely Uh so we were readers to my sister and i i don't think i was nearly as like voracious of a reader as i am now because like once tv was a thing for me i was like oh i'm gonna do that oh that makes sense sure you know what i mean but like i had a lot of nancy drew feelings my whole childhood and then once i got to like maybe fourth grade i started reading um James Harriet, and he is an animal. He was a, a country vet oh. in England back in the day, like World War II era. And he would like it would describe the, the vet treatments, and then he would also describe like his life and his love life. There was a romance involved in it, and like he it was the whole gamut, and it was so fun. And he had like um, all Creatures Great and Small, which was turned into a BBC show and a whole series of books. And so then, like, once I found those, I was like, but animals, though. And then that was forever. <laughs> Were you a horse girl? <laughs> I, You know, I was not. We talked about horse girls in another one. And I wasn't like I, – I liked horses. And I did ride, like, take horseback riding lessons. But I wasn't like – I well, I was probably a horse girl. <laughs> Let's be real. I remember reading. There was a whole series. They were like Babysitter's Club, but for Adam The Saddle Stable. Club. Yes. Yes. There it yes. is. Yes. I also read those. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Babysitter's Club, Nancy Drew, The Saddle Club, Mindy of Chincoteague. I, I oh. was a horse girl. Did you ever read Mindy of Chincoteague? No, I've never Misty. heard of that. Misty of Chincoteague? It's Wild Ponies on Chincoteague Island. Huh. And, oh, Jess. I'll send you a link. Okay, please do. They try to trap the wild horses. Oh, no. But do they get away? I can't tell you. Okay. (laughs) That would ruin it. I did watch uh, Black Beauty a lot. You know, I never saw that one, but I did watch Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. (gasps) Yes, with the crazy jump. Yes. I look back on that now, and I'm like, nope. No, my heart can't take it. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking as a child. I would never be able to make a horse do that. No. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, horse. Just run as fast as you can and launch yourself off of this platform into water. Yeah. 
No, I wouldn't ever do that. Not once, not never. No. I wouldn't jump yeah. off by myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those kids that's up on the high dive and is like, I'm going to dive though. And then you get up there and you're like, I'll do a pencil dive and then hold your nose and then you lose your bathing suit bottoms. That's, that's me. That's yeah. me going off the high dive. Yeah. And so there would be no wild hearts can't be broken for me. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I did. Uh, I read a lot of Laura Ingalls Wilder growing up. Oh, mm-hmm. so I was one of yes, those kids. And I know that there. I I have all of my original books. Oh, that's from, awesome. From when when I read them, and I'm kind of upset that I didn't know it sooner. But there is a lot of problematic Native American, um, indigenous characters in those books, and. I don't know if I can go back and reread now, Jess. You know, I that's not even something that I thought about until just now. Because I haven't reread read, them for a really long time either. I started following a couple of Native Instagram pages and Facebook pages in the last few years. Because it's just something that in my very rural Illinois area, they don't talk about. We're still using Native American images during Thanksgiving in our schools here which is oh dear interesting like like feathered headdresses type of interesting oh, and well. uh and so so i started following some more um native friendly facebook pages and instagram pages just to get better dialogue from myself and for my kids and figure out ways i could support things illuminative was one of them oh okay little native boy is another one on instagram that's really good and they uh, both pages offer really good resources for but that's where i found out about the problematic, <laughs> very problematic characters and representations in Laura Ingalls, and I was just so heartbroken. She's and she's come out later to be like, and so what? Oh, like, like that's she had the come worst. Out, like, you know what I mean? Not, not like now, like Laura Ingalls Wilder, like not alive, obviously, <laughs> but <laughs> back in the day, she had come out. She didn't have an Instagram page. I did not follow her. Ever. Oh, I was following her, but I thought it was oh. her. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I didn't mean to get like preachy or no, whatever, but I good. also had very, I mean, that's where I learned about maple syrup. And that's actually where I, like, I ended up teaching pioneer classes um, when I was right out of college. And that's where a lot of my pioneer knowledge came from was reading Laura Ingalls books. Yeah. Just crazy. Well, and I, we also, um, I grew up in like Wyoming and Idaho and Montana yeah. and stuff. So I was yeah. just like, these are my people. <laughs> in D- Dakota territories. Yeah, exactly. Uh, gen- general Dakota territories or whatever it was referred to in <laughs> Ingalls Wilder times. My, uh, grandparents yeah. on my dad's side, actually did for a really long time the reenactment oh cool. so they'd like my uh grandma would make this the outfits with the big like hoop skirt <gasps> and stuff and my grandfather had like the big beard with the big mutton chop sideburns yes and he would yes. like my dad loves to tell stories about it but he'd have like kids he'd be in the general store behind the counter at the general store and kids would come in yeah. and he'd like he was like so honored he's like well what'd your ma send you for and the kids would be like what and he'd be like well i don't got all day son <laughs> so that's amazing so when we got we went to visit them we got to put on the big hoops and the dresses oh. and stuff and we'd go play laura Ingalls wilder i have forever been afraid of leeches <gasps> yes after reading laura Ingalls oh. wilder books Ugh. yes and but i've also always wanted to 
eat a roasted pig's tail, which I know is a very, that's a niche, a niche market. <laughs> Probably not a lot of kids are reading those books going, but what does a pig's tail taste like? But yeah, I am that child. <laughs> I was more interested in the like maple syrup poured on the snow, but um, I like where your head's at. <laughs> If there's a weird meat, I'm going to eat it. Like, that's that's just, I'm going to put it on my business card. So. Natalie, bring in the diversity. <laughs> How did you transition from that to romance? Oh, so my mother would read romance books. And uh-huh. when I was, I don't even know how old I was, but I was always that kid that was reading above my grade level. So I was mm-hmm. always like, I want bigger books. I need bigger books. These just like this just is not enough for me anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like big books and I cannot lie. Exactly. That was me. I would pick up my mom's Nora Roberts books and I she just has such amazing writing. Even to this day, her yeah. characters are just amazing to me. Do you remember which first Nora Roberts? I had? don't remember. I'm trying to think right now. It's okay if you don't. But you're like. I, I don't know how many people I've interviewed, like 12 and um, seven. Something. Uh, and majority of them start, started with a normal. I think romance. she's like our patron lady of <laughs> introduction to romance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think part of it, too, is she writes so she much. She is, yeah. You know what she's I mean? Very that it's just. It's everywhere. Oh, you don't like romance, but you like suspense? Okay. There's a Nora Roberts for that. It's J.D. Robb. You know? Like exactly. <laughs> She's amazing. I will say um, I did. So I love her. I would devour any of her books. To this day, I'm still like, whatever she puts out, I'm going to read it. But my very first like super naughty book was, I, I don't know what the title is, but I like stole it from my friend's older sister because I was at a mm-hmm. sleepover at her house and it had like a Highlander yeah. on the front with a oh, uh, with yeah, a kilt, course. no shirt. And I was like, hold up. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> exactly. And so I like opened it up to like the middle and there was like a very graphic sex scene and I was like, I'm going to need to take this home with me. <laughs> Back to the beginning. This one's going Yeah, home. I'm pretty sure I did not tell my friend. I'm pretty sure I 100% just tucked it in my bag and I stole it. Yeah. <laughs> to this day, she's been like, that book exactly. went missing dramatically. <laughs> Out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and then my mom would be like, so I did not tell her about those, but she knew I would read her Nora Roberts books. And uh, she was was very worried about like what people would think about her preacher's kids, her daughters reading these like yeah. sexy time books. And then she would just be like, you know what? You need to know about what's going on in the world. And you are mature enough to know what's real and what's not real and blah, 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 blah. And then after all this whole like uplifting thing about us being like able to make our own choices, she'd be like, but you're skipping those those sex scenes aren't you <laughs> I'd be like yeah mom of course i am i like that she was like here's an escape hatch for you you should take it i was like of course i don't go what? back to this <laughs> why mom why would i skip them who is making me skip them you're not knowing what page i'm know. on of course exactly. i'm not skipping them come on she just didn't she did know. not want to know she was like i'm gonna put these rose colored glasses on and Let's just mm-hmm. keep it that yeah. way. I said, you got it, Mom. Just keep this Nora Roberts coming. 
do you have um anything besides romance that you're currently really passionate about um i am i do a lot of like random things so i like also do a lot of scrapbooking which i'm like super Mm -hmm. stoked about i love it so much um and i know Mm -hmm. that i don't know how many people in the pod or in the cult are scrapbookers but it's not quite the same as it was when our moms used to scrapbook it's very different Mm -hmm. there's like a lot more modern it's a lot it's so much more updated now it's really it's so much fun it really is yeah Uh, do you do you do it because I know some people do it digitally. And are you like paper with pictures? I, what are, I what's am. Your it's all physical scrapbooking. I don't do mm-hmm. very much digitally as far as like keeping it digital. I'll like use digital stamps yeah. and stuff. But it, sure. I print it all out and it gets put on little cards and stuff. So I do what's called Project mm-hmm. Life. And I don't know if mm-hmm. you've ever heard about it. But it's like a, it's like a scrapbook system where you put your photographs and like different cards and stuff in pockets basically so like the pages on the inside are like these pockets that have different size pockets in them like usually like three by five or three by four and four Mm -hmm. by six pockets like a different combination of these so you can have um if you wanted to you could have a full page of whatever but otherwise you can just put these little things in little pockets and you can make they call them shaker pockets and you can like fuse the pocket closed but inside it'll have like little glitter and sequins and stuff like a snow globe yes yes and you can like if there's just so many ways that you can make it your own and i love Mm -hmm. uh you know different papers and stickers and all of this yeah. stuff. It's just, it's so much fun. Washi tapes and different cards and stuff. And and when you're scrapbooking, what are you, what is your goal? Like, are you giving things as gifts to people? Are you using them for kind of memory keeping for yourself? Or what is your goal with So the majority of mine is just memory keeping for myself, mm-hmm. which is, it's definitely an, another, a whole nother thing as a, like a single woman who doesn't have children. It's mm-hmm. definitely a, like, we deserve to be able to scrapbook our lives, too, sort of thing. Hell yeah. Because there's still yeah. people who are just like, well, if you don't have kids, then what are you doing? You know? And I'm like. Oh, you still have memories. Hello. Exactly. Exactly. So. You take trips. You do things. You have a family and friends that you want to remember. Exactly. Moments <laughs> with. Kids are not the only thing to remember in the world. Most of the things that happen with my children, I want to forget. So. You're like, please let me forget. Yeah. No, sorry. You can't. They're thrown in your memory and you're going to think about it at 3 a.m. You're going to be like, oh, what gosh. kind of parent am I? Anyway, the best keep going. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of a whole nother thing where it's like, even in that community, there's like just people who are, you know, they scrapbook for their kids. They're like, you know, eventually someday. And I'm like, but are they going to want them? You don't know. Don't judge me. Your kids might hate them. (laughs) That's me. I'm sorry. Uh, any, um, current lady loves that you would like to share with our avid fans? My adoring fans. Just Mm -hmm. joking. No, Uh, they are. (laughs) I guess I would say that not currently right this second, mm-hmm. um, but one of the things that I have been loving is to take these like super long drives Yeah, out in the woods, out in the country. I put like a really good audio book on. I get like a really good coffee and maybe mm-hmm. like a treat from Starbucks or mm-hmm. something. And then I just take this long drive and there's no 
time limit to it. There's no destination specifically in mm-hmm. mind. And it's, I got to tell you, it's been amazing yeah. to me. It just like clears your mind, I guess. Absolutely. Because you don't, you don't have to think about that next thing you're going to exactly. do. And you don't have to think about like your route or your next turn even. You just exactly. kind of. And can. there's like just empty not to sound too crazy but there's no wrong turn like you can literally yeah go anywhere that was very yeah (laughs) well i was thinking uh, of like i was thinking of the word meta and i was like that's not correct or too like (laughs) i think i'm not sure if i've ever used um the term meta out loud so i you you could have said it and i wouldn't have known (laughs) if it was wrong i would have known okay <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure other people would have known too. They're coming for know. me. <laughs> coming for me on the call. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, there's go down a one way street, not a one way street. I Don't have do that. done that. That's I re- I recommend dangerous. to not to. <laughs> so there are wrong turns, is what you're saying. But generally, there's not a lot of one ways in the country. So. <laughs> true do you live in the country is it very like open so i live in northern idaho and i live right by uh lake coeur d'alene and it Mm -hmm. is beautiful here jess are you ready for a lightning round oh gosh i think so okay are you sure this is a no pressure situation yes let's do this baby great if you were gonna bing boom bong something what would it be probably scrapbooking Mm Hmm. just because that's what would you what would the sentence be that you'd be like, um, actually, bing, bing, bong. This isn't your grandma's scrapbook. <laughs> it would be like We're someone's over now. here going, scrapbooking is only for children, people with exactly. children. And you would be like, exactly. excuse me, bing, bing, bong, please see my single lady shrine <laughs> to memories. Please refer to exhibit A. Yeah. And then every exhibit following. Yeah. What is your favorite carb? Okay, this is a really hard question because I don't like to pick favorites. (laughs) So what you're saying is you're a melody. (laughs) I'm a melody. Yes. I every time somebody like asks her to pick a favorite and she makes that noise, that is me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, no. Do you have a go to category? Complex carbs, simple carbs, (laughs) fruit? Um, Yes. So generally, I, I love. All of the carbs. I love them uh-huh. all, but I generally will gravitate towards a bread carb or okay. a potato carb. I'll eat French fries any time of the day, uh-huh. if we're being honest. So you category, just clarifying, you categorize French fries as a carb. Yes. Okay, great. I was just clarifying. Are they not? Other, uh, no, other people have maybe not considered them a carb and considered oh. them their own separate food category. Oh, okay. Well, then. But they mm. are a carb. Well, I, however it works out, however the <laughs> cookie crumbles, <laughs> I love all baked goods mm-hmm. and I love French fries. <laughs> Great. I respect that. I respect that answer. I have really been trying to find new authors and especially authors of color. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read Adriana Herrera. Okay. Yes. She wrote Did American Dreamer, mm-hmm. which was amazing mangoes and, then she and has mistletoe a, is in my tbr right now and i have i want to read that yet. one for sure mm-hmm. and then she has the second one after american dreamer out and i want to read that I one i have not read any of her yet and i've heard only 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 good things oh, she's good she's mm-hmm. really good and then kennedy ryan her writing is so beautiful mm-hmm. 
she's not new to the game, but I just <laughs> I feel like what what is is does she have a well known because the name is very familiar. I probably she wrote like before. long shot and hook oh, shot. Oh yes, yes, basketballs. Yes, okay. basketballs, mm-hmm. sports balls between two um, games. Between two bikes. Um, <laughs> that makes me think of Zach Galifianakis. I know. Now. That's actually one of the first references when <laughs> next time between these pipes. Between two pipes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> between the pipes. Uh, whatever the it's pipes. called. Pipe dream. Do you have a theme song that represents your life? You know what? My jam has been Lizzo, obviously. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, Soulmate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I love to listen to mm-hmm. Truth Hurts, mm-hmm. and I love that intro. It's so good, that first part. But Soulmate? It is. Oh. It's everything. It is it is so good. She just speaks right to my heart. Mm-hmm. It's just, oof. Oof. Yeah. Yes, and it makes you feel good after you listen to it, and it's it's just, and it's a, and it's a bop, right? It is. It, it's so good. Did I, I use love that it in so the much. Correct, in the correct way? I think so. Okay. I really wanted to say it slaps, but sure. I don't say that ever. I don't. I, I don't, just. <laughs> I've heard it said well, recently, and I'm like, uh, oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, it does slap. You're right. It slaps. <laughs> uh, I'm the whitest person in the whole world right now. Uh, right after me. <laughs> Do you have a favorite trope? I again, I will pick a couple. I love an alpha hero. It yeah. is also prob- problematic. Yes. And I, there's definitely a super fine line between being cocky and being arrogant. Yeah. And one is acceptable and one is not acceptable. <laughs> so I love a good alpha. I love yeah. a good, like, take charge dude. But I also really love when this same alpha is just like, she's my equal, she's my partner, she's yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. I'm super into that. Yeah. I also love a grumpy hero, but he's not grumpy for the heroine. Yeah. Because the grumpy one is soft for the quirky one is yes. usually how I see it. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I also mm-hmm. really love a small town because mm-hmm. that's where I came from. And so just like, ugh, there's just something about it, man. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. If you could dispense one condiment from your belly, oh. button, what would it be? <laughs> I have been thinking about this question for a really long time because I thought to myself, like, one. Where did this question come from? Uh-huh. And two, I just need to know what other people are thinking in their minds. So I asked my brother and sister also <laughs> what they would choose. Or my brother-in-law. And my brother-in-law chose salsa. And I was like, that's the worst answer that I have ever <laughs> it's heard. <laughs> it's so chunky. It's got like, particles. Ugh. Yes. And then I was thinking about it this morning. And I was like, I just want to say chutney. Because I oh. like the word chutney. <laughs> <laughs> and it is so fun to say. But it is also... Isn't that a little chunky too? Like it's yeah, probably. It's not smooth. It's not smooth. No, it's not Ugh. like the ketchup. And then in the cult, somebody posted that video of that man oh, dipping guy yeah, corn, corn dogs. dogs into his ketchup belly button. <laughs> and that, like, somehow there was a lot happening in that video. There was so much happening in that video. There was a lot video. of outfit choices or lack thereof. Oof. Um, yeah, there was a lot, there of, was a lot of life choices yeah, in that video. Face tattoos. Which is a bold choice. Very uh, bold choice. The placement of do, those corn dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Bold choice. I mean, that's a lot of corn dogs to eat by yourself. And I'm saying by yourself because no one wants your penis corn dogs. Okay? No one wants your penis dogs. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing it out there. If you're not in the cult and you're listening to this, this is the content that you're missing. <laughs> 
So anyway, Jess, I don't believe you fully answered the question. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't squeak out of it, I guess. Yeah, sorry. No. Dang it. I guess that I would go with, this is a really niche answer. Yes. But I'm guessing that somehow this is going to just magically happen because otherwise, how else would you dispense Anything out of your belly button? Realism into this question, it does not belong here. So, (laughs) so there was this coffee shop. It's like a little sandwich coffee shop in Cody, Wyoming. That's where I was like from eighth grade all the way to the two years of college. I grew up in Mm -hmm. Cody, Wyoming. Mm -hmm. There's a little coffee shop called the Cody Coffee Company, and they had these paninis. And I Mm -hmm. like paninis are like a thing that you can get at other places, but they had this sauce. Mm-hmm. on the chicken panini or whatever and it was like the sun-dried tomato magic oh and i sounds great. have never ever had it since that place since the owners sold that place and left you say that it's like an aioli where it has like mayonnaise oil i would say that tomatoes? that's a safe a safe bet mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but so i've tried like a sun-dried tomato aioli yes but i've tried to recreate it myself mm-hmm. using sun-dried tomatoes and mayonnaise I don't think I did put you oil, use oil in packed, it, so maybe or did that's you use what I dried. Uh, oil packed. Okay, that's the good choice. Yeah, that's what I would recommend. Yeah, mm. uh, and it, I've I'll never been able research. to recreate it, and it was uh, to this day. My sister and I still talk about it because mm-hmm. it was that good. So somehow, through the magic of dispensing condiments out of my belly button, you will come up with this sauce. This that you sauce have not had in a long time and doesn't really exist anymore because that place closed. Exactly. Well, great. That's the ideal. That's the ideal choice. Perfect. So there's that. <laughs> I love it. It's oh, it's gosh. the right choice. It was the right choice Thank for you. you. I think. Thank you. Okay, Jess. Yes. I think we've reached the end of this. Oh, it was so much fun. It was fun. I loved it. We went oh, a lot of places today. So many places. We I got, feel like we were in the magic school bus. We talked about problematic Native American characters <laughs> in Laura Ingalls. We covered all the topics. Okay, Jess, Madeline. I love you. I love you. Keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love keeping Muslims. <laughs> Always, which is so much. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.